tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hark, what is that in the distance? Charging horses, clanking metal, because it's 2019. Nice. Nice. Oh, I I get it. That's a good one. 2019. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Welcome to Nerd Overload. Yeah. Where it's 2019. (laughs) The pop and geek culture show that covers everything in nerd news and whatever we want to talk about. Yeah, it's pretty pretty accurate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Remember to be chivalrous in 2019. Yes. Nice. (laughs) I'm Sam. I'm Josh. I'm Samantha. And I'm Cody. Hey, we have a great show for you this week. Welcome to the first show of 2019. We have a bunch of news, but first let's talk about some things we've been checking out. Oh man, I have a lot of Buckwild stuff. Okay, I have some Buckwild stuff too. Who wants to go first? It's 2019, the year where we say Buckwild even more <laughs> yeah, than last even year. Even more than last year. <laughs> yeah. Which was a lot. <laughs> Josh, why don't you do one, then I'll do one. All right, we'll jump back so I watched this really weird anime on Netflix. Okay. It's called Backstreet Girls Goku Dolls. Is that the one where the those Yakuza guys get turned into idol uh-huh. teens? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How was that? <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> Sounds like it. So anyway, the premise of this show was there's these three Yakuza guys, and they, they mess up royally. Mm-hmm. So instead of getting either their fingers cut off or killed by their Yakuza boss, he is recently obsessed with uh, Japanese music idols. So he sends these three guys to Thailand, and they get gender reassignment surgery. <laughs> Wow! I Whoa! Fig- I thought I it, was magic. it was like a magic thing. Yeah. yeah. No. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> huh? Nope. And they go through extensive training to become Japanese idols. Wow, that sounds rough. Uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. Um... So it's really weird with them pretending to be these cute little girls, but then like when they're alone, they're just they're just. Japanese gangster guys. It is so <laughs> weird. That is. And sometimes they'll be, they will they will do their their old faces on their bodies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the most jarring thing to look at. It's even in the opening, and it's super super weird. I'm surprised I haven't heard of this. Not because it sounds good, but because of how problematic it sounds. Yeah, it's got like it's definitely got its moments. <laughs> hey, you know when I talk about how i don't understand anime and it's not for me this <laughs> this is exactly the kind of thing i'm talking about like at one point one of them gets really drunk and goes under the roof of their building and their their manager or their producer or whatever who doesn't know that they are yakuza <laughs> guys is trying to figure out what makes these girls ticks and the one is drunk on the rooftop lamenting how he misses his Member, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> huh. It's like I said, it is weird. Eh, sounds like it. I mean, I won't say it was bad. It was just, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It was just like a, it was just a weird watch mm. kind of thing. Like well, that sounds neat. <laughs> we also watched a Netflix anime that wasn't disturbing. Was it High School Girl? Yeah, it was. I watched it too. It's pretty good. It's cute. It had a lot of really good uh, arcade history in it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it takes place in the well, the mid eighties, nineties, mid nineties. Yeah, it starts. Oh, yeah. It starts in like ninety one when Street Fighter two first came out. 
And it's mm. about a kid who really likes arcade and video games, and he meets this girl that's real good at him that doesn't talk. Yeah, she just kind of grunts and cries. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Okay. But they, they bond through arcade games, and they use actual real games and talk about real strategies in these games and real... And, like, real art, real music, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Oh, really? So they went through and actually got the oh, licensing, yeah. licensing for everything. And it's everything. not just Street Fighter. There's, like, a bunch of stuff. Okay. Yeah. If it didn't have the real arcade games, it wouldn't be worth watching. Oh, no. But with them, it is. And also, it ends on a really dumb cliffhanger, and I hate it. Really? We've only watched, like, the first three, maybe. But like, it, it, it spans a lot of time, actually. I think the, the last part of the series, the last part of the season or whatever takes place in, like, 95. Wow. Oh, okay. It's just a shame that it's CG and um, ugly as sin. I mean, sometimes, you can, sometimes I kind of forget that it was weird CG. You might like it, but there's also a lot of that really kind of anime tropey stuff in it too. Mm. How many times does the main character scream? I don't know. Not really. Not no. Not really. Okay. No. Well, then I'll then I might give it a shot. <laughs> That's that is kind of the litmus test <laughs> for you. For me, yeah. <laughs> does the main character scream a lot and cry? No. No. Okay. No. Well, then good. All right. Yeah. All right. He's constantly sure. talking about how he wants to be the best, a, like no one ever was. No. Like a a. Uh, a worthy rival of uh, this girl. Okay. Like, he is like a Guile main, and mm. she's a Zangief main. Oh, okay, sure. All right. Yeah. See, that puts it into perspective for me, actually, <laughs> a little bit. That's okay. Cool. Well, she must be good, because it's, it's tough to get those uh, 360s and 720s Which they, on the stick. Which they mention in the show. Yeah, that's, mm. that's, that's tough. Yeah. Even using an arcade stick. But yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, I would definitely check it out. Like, there's a lot of really neat arcade stuff, like arcade history stuff, like between like 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 midpoints and whatnot in the episodes too. But it's all in Japanese, so you can't even read it. Okay. But uh, but it sh- showcases like the early '90s, like mid '90s, like arcade culture in Japan and the Turbo Graphics. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. He talks about the the Turbo Graphics a lot. He's so psyched about the Turbo Graphics. And then he was also really psyched when the Sega Saturn was coming out. <laughs> that's later in the series. So he has he, he he picks the bad ones every time. Apparently. <laughs> okay. Anyway, what's your what's your book oh, what's, wild? Okay, so my my big one I checked out was uh, I went and saw Aquaman over the Christmas break. Oh, man. I guess you know I love the original I love the original movie. Waterboy. Waterboy, no. yes. The prequel to Aquaman Waterboy. <laughs> now that's high quality H2O. Gatorade. I think they really missed out on that casting out of Sandler. As Aquaman. As, as some, yeah, yeah. But uh but no, Aquaman, it was it was fun. I would definitely place it above the anything that featured Superman or Batman in it, um, in the DC comics like movie yeah. thing. Uh not as good as Wonder Woman. I don't think anything um, they're going to do is going to yeah, be as good as one it's, of them. It's way dumber and also a lot more. I actually think uh, it's it's funnier than Wonder Woman, certainly. Jason Momoa knows that he's in a very bad and dumb movie <laughs> playing a dumb guy role, and he plays dumb very, very well. So is he kind of like back to like Seabro? Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Although it's the timeline on this movie makes very little sense. Because they treat it as though he's never been to Atlantis, he's never met uh, Mara and all this stuff, and yet they reference him fighting Steppenwolf with the Justice League. But in the movie Justice League, he goes to Atlantis at one point and has a conversation with Mara, <laughs> as though that as though they know each other. 
Yeah, I don't remember that scene. I oh yeah, no, it happens. Movie. It's when Steppenwolf goes to Atlantis and steals the big rock. Oh, the mother box thing. Yeah. Mm. Man, that movie's so forgettable. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but uh, something I I, I I can't say about this movie that uh, is a definite plus. It's a lot more colorful. Good. It, yeah, it's not all desaturated and desaturated and muted and everything. No, it's um, it it looks really good. The CG at times is a bit cartoonish. Mm. Um, but overall, I think it works. It, it definitely knows it's a comic book movie more than the others. It like stops trying to take itself as seriously, which I think is a benefit to them, a benefit Uh the cast for the most part seemed to do their job really well. Nicole Kidman is great as Atlanta, his mom, mm. and they do like a, like <laughs> she plays the whole city. It's really, she neat. does. It's, 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 really it's, it's wild. Yeah, it. it's wild. <laughs> But no, they uh, they do a really good job, uh, like de aging her for like the first you know quarter of the movie, which which is set in a flashback. Yeah, which is interesting. I mean, it's weird to say that you know the de aging process has gotten cool, but it's like they're it's gotten better. Like, I mean, look at Samuel Jackson and those in, in those the, Captain Marvel bits. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's very similar kind of situation. Uh, did not realize that Django Fett is Aquaman's dad in this, <laughs> and he does a good job. Like he does a very good job. They... I guess he really got ahead in his acting career. Oh, <laughs> oh funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the only um, he was the head of his acting class. He sh- he sure was. <laughs> <laughs> head and shoulders uh, above the rest. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oof. <laughs> Uh, so uh, the only actor that I really kind of had a problem with was unfortunately the main villain of the movie, Patrick Wilson as Orm, his uh, younger brother, Aquaman's younger brother, Ocean Master. It sounds stupid every time he says, I will become the Ocean Master, because that's what he calls himself. If they if he's able to unite the se- the kingdom from the seven seas, he will become the Ocean Master, which is a title and not like just a villain name uh, uh also he wears a very comic accurate version of his costume with that stupid helmet yes which is great i was hoping <laughs> for that uh the only real problem i have is uh patrick wilson is horribly hideously miscast in this he's supposed to be playing jason momoa's younger brother um in this and he is older than jason momoa th- by like almost 10 years and it shows <laughs> so what you're telling me is they should have got the rock the rock is also older than jason momoa my friend well they should have just did another jason momoa then they should have yeah well, they should have fi- they should have cast someone else is what i'm trying to say um <laughs> uh also the black manta stuff i understand why he's in the movie and the character's interesting the movie's almost more of an origin story of black manta than it is aquaman like aquaman's already doing stuff when the movie starts hmm. it's a black manta origin story <laughs> i think all of his stuff is cr- was crammed in there at the last minute and it kind of overloads the plot like you could easily remove that that aspect of the movie and be like it wouldn't have affected the movie not even a little bit do you think maybe they want to do that because he's like definitely one of his more iconic villains they want to do that because he's definitely going to end up in justice league 2 when lex Luthor brings his injustice gang in yeah, with that like, is like with the Deathstroke, the, the Injustice Pal, the yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Crime Buddies. <laughs> uh, 
the Crime Time Club. <laughs> the Just Us League. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was fine. It was fun. I would definitely recommend seeing it. It's It looks nice enough to see on the big screen. I would maybe not go to like a matinee. Don't spend full price for it. But it's worth seeing. Uh, were there any references to like Aqualad or anything like that? No. You kidding? <laughs> no. No, there's no references to that. They're, um, they he, do talk about Wet Boy a lot. He do, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are uh, seahorses that they ride quite a bit, yeah. and which is pretty great. <laughs> and uh, Aquaman's giant uh, octopus buddy comes into play at some point in one name? form or to- another. Topo. Topo. Or Torgo. Tor- Toro. Torgo, yeah. Torgo. Yeah. He takes care of the place while the master is away. <laughs> Torgo the White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's fine. It's fun. I would I would recommend it. Hmm. Hmm. That was a very good re- uh, regular show impression you just did. Hmm. 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 <laughs> can we just do that for the next 15 yeah. minutes? Hmm. We sure hmm. can. <laughs> oh. Yep. Man, I miss regular show. Oh, I do too. I, I, is this other show ever going to get made? I don't know. It's a mystery. It's... It's up there where the Rocco movie is at. Because they yeah. released a trailer for it like a long time ago. Yeah. And like, I got mm. really interested in it. Mm-hmm. And then nothing. Yeah. Just, the Rocco's Modern Life movie is apparently done. Really? And they just, just haven't released yeah, it? they're just sitting on it. Hmm. That's weird. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're waiting on the Zim movie? I don't, uh, I don't know. Because they're doing one. Well, I know they are. Oh, yeah. And that'll be forever because Jonan will be perfectionist about it. Right. <laughs> right. Well, for all we know, Jonan has decided to do a movie so that a movie can never be made. <laughs> like, he'll just take his time forever because... Yeah. That would be something he would do. Oh, yeah. without a doubt, yeah. He is such an evil man sometimes. <laughs> hmm. Okay, we've talked a lot. Cody, your turn. Okay. Uh... <laughs> what On the spot. I, I was going to talk about the Fantasy Star remake for Switch. Sure. It's it's really really fun and good. They took the original Fantasy Star from the Sega Master System, so old old old. The original Sega, yeah, eight bit Fantasy Star, and they didn't really remaster it as much as they just made it playable for a modern audience. So instead of having to get out graph paper and map the dungeons you're in, there's an auto map. Cool. They reconfigured the uh, encounter rate. And the amount of experience and money you get to be a little more reasonable. And they turned it into a game that's, you know, more fun to play for a modern audience. <laughs> so y- you can appreciate, like, an old 8-bit game without it being a huge pain in the butt. Yeah. So was I've never played the original Fantasy Star. Was it a pain to play? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Well, it's got those first-person dungeons that you basically you do have to map because they all look the, all the walls look the same. And oh, jeez. <laughs> I remember I had a Sega Master, and I remember that game. It was, <laughs> and a lot of a lot of the items are abbreviated, weird, mm. and so it gives you a table of what their full names are and what they do. Oh, that's cool. All while all while leaving the game looking the same, so you can you know see those cool eight bit graphics. Yeah, you can appreciate it for what it was. Yeah, cool. Without the headache of it. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's only like eight bucks. It's definitely worth checking out if that sort of thing sounds good to you. Yeah, that sounds... Tickles your fancy. That sounds yeah. awesome. 
Is there another game that you would like to see this kind of treatment done to? The old Dungeons and Dragons games. Mm. Like the gold box, like pool of radiance. Okay, sure. Yeah. Is that the arcade one? No. I'm talking like the old PC ones. Mm. Which you kind of can do if you get, there's a program that will, will do an auto map for you. Like, mm-hmm. but it's not like super user friendly to set up. Gotcha. But it would be rad if they took all that. Cause there's so many of those games too. There's like six or eight different mm-hmm. old D and D games that are mired in obtuseness. That would be fun <laughs> if they, they, they uh, made it more user friendly. Mm. Well, I have another one. This was kind of a weird one. It just kind of came out of left field. I got bored at work the other night and watched Shrek. Like the first one? Yeah, like the first one. Why? I, I love the first movie. It's a good movie. You know what? It's it it's gets, mired in a crappy series. It gets a bad rap because, yeah, I think the first movie gets brought down by its subsequent films that are, you know. Worse as they go on. Oh, yeah. They're like. Um, Somebody yeah. wants. That's the other thing. Yeah. It also. Yeah. The <laughs> memes didn't do it much justice. And yeah, um, it did not age particularly well especially in the music department (laughs) but (laughs) but there's a there's a good story there there really is and uh plus it was a plus it was like an early dreamworks where they always put some really tongue-in-cheek jokes in there Mm -hmm. and it you know what for the time it looked really good oh it did yeah the actors did a decent enough job the i i kind of wish Mike Myers didn't hit the Scottish quite as hard. <laughs> Sometimes it's that's a little like too cartoony. Yeah, I guess. But he wasn't quite fat bastard Austin Powers either. That's true. Yeah, he wasn't quite there yet. That was before that, wasn't it? No, no. Or was it was it, it was after, it? but he wasn't like he like the the Shrek voice. I think he got lazy with it, mm. and I think it kind of started to slide more towards. You know the fat bastard from Austin Powers, but it's it's fine. It was it's fun. I still love that movie. Yeah, it, I mean, it used to be the standard to which 3D graphics were held yeah. to. Mm-hmm. I remember reading um, articles about Doom Three <laughs> and them saying like, "Oh, it's like it's gonna be like Shrek quality," <laughs> which sounds so weird now, but at the time it was like, "Whoa, yeah, you know, Shrek looks good." I mean, it did have a lot of depth and texture in a time when a lot of CG stuff looked like Reboot and Beast Wars. <laughs> and Toy Story, and which Toy I love Toy Story, but man, everything is just smooth. <laughs> like there is no, there's no... Uh, like the people look like garbage. The people look like more like toys than the toys do. Right? <laughs> like Sid. Oh. Yeah. And his big yeah. bulbous head. Oof, oof, oof. <laughs> yeah. I was that one's rough. I think one of my favorite jokes about Toy Story though is like the some picture of an the some old picture of an old um Sid figure from the first Toy Story. Is that oh see how the t- the tables have turned or something. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, Bumblebee. Oh yeah. How was it? It's the best Transformers movie in the entire franchise. Like, really? Like the live action movie for the live okay, I good. Won't I'm say glad the you entire I'm glad you qualified that. Yeah, thank it, you. It doesn't hold a candle to the '86 uh, Toei movie, but mm-hmm. I no, love that movie. It's great. Yeah. I don't. I don't even care about Transformers in the slightest. Really? Really? Huh. But I like that movie. It's a great movie. Um, I didn't have Transformers <clears throat> as a kid. I just 
I have no nostalgia for it. I just it, it was a don't care. it was a huge part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Oh, same here. Uh, it was like equal parts Transformers and Ninja Turtles for me. See, I like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. but uh, the movie is re- is surprisingly really good. Really? Yeah. Uh, it, though it, I want to say they're tr- they're trying for a soft reboot because it completely messes up the entire timeline. They have built for their franchise. Oh no, the Transformers live action <laughs> cinematic universe has been messed up. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh no. And nothing of value was lost. <laughs> like seriously, like I watched the last night before going to see it. Yeah. Mostly because it was the only Transformers movie I hadn't seen. <laughs> okay. And it was on Hulu. That's the one with like the weird Arthurian like yes. legend stuff that they threw into Transformers because why not? Whoa. Because Michael Bay read a book. Yeah, <laughs> about is that the he, he read a book? <laughs> he, he he watched a kid in Camelot, yeah. <laughs> or a king in King Arthur's court, or whatever that yeah, whatever that was. He called. read he read the spec script for that kid who would be king. <laughs> yeah, man, that looks like a weird movie too. It does, but I think Patrick Stewart's Merlin. So I'm like, mm. yeah. well, then there you go. Was that the one where uh, Optimus Prime had a sword and rode on the back of Grimlock? Well, he did that the last couple movies. Oh, he did. Oh. It, it, that started in... Yeah, Grimlock's barely in the last Grimlock night. Grimlock has become Optimus Prime's Yoshi. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, kinda, yeah. I'm still mad that uh, Chris Pratt didn't ride any raptors in the last Jurassic Park movie. <laughs> Should ride him like a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> Never let it go. No. Vel- oh, but it happens in the next one. Velocicycle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, w- I will bet money it happens in the next one. If they do another Because they're talking about how we're becoming entwined. Dinosaurs and humanity are going to have to live together was basically the point of the end of, of uh Well, then, Jurassic yeah, he's World definitely two. riding. A... He's going to be riding blue by the end, mm-hmm. of, by, at the beginning of the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's a muzzle on it. <laughs> a saddle. He's going to have a saddle on a dinosaur. He's going to be riding no, it. No, what they're going to do is they'll just, they'll just throw a reference into the next Lego movie. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, because that's Soon. a major... And and uh, Chris Pratt is playing a double role yeah. in the Lego movie oh, too. Is he? He's playing uh, uh, Emmett, and he's also playing like over the top action version of Emmett, like Rex Danger Fist or it's whatever like his Rex name is. Ne- Rex Nebula. Or Rex something. Ne- yeah, something where he's like a uh, you know uh, space adventure, space adventure raptor trainer, like oh, uh, so it's like all Indiana movie- Jones type. Yeah, all yeah. basically all roles. his movie roles all rolled into one character. Okay, all right, yeah. Did you draw stubble dots on your face? No. <laughs> and then he wipes it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Bumblebee. Like in last night, they talk about how like Bumblebee was on Earth during World War II, and there's like a flashback of him fighting Nazis. <laughs> okay. there's, even a, there's even a picture hanging in uh, Anthony Hopkins' house. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last night's a weird movie. Yeah, that's a weird one. <laughs> but yeah, but it like really, I get kind of make some references to the other stuff but not mm-hmm. really just more like friendly nod yeah like yeah. there's like a there's a young version of um agent um oh i thought you were gonna say um oh i can't remember his name now i want to say it's simmons but i could be wrong but he's like kind of like the main government guy from like the first movie that carries on as like this bit character through the whole series oh john Turturro. yes oh okay yeah yeah we get like a young version of him that mm. pops up briefly okay but uh, that doesn't matter, though. It pretty much just almost reboots the whole thing. Cool. The movie opens up with an amazing battle on Cybertron. 
Is that what's been in the trailers a little mm-hmm. bit? Cool. With all the classic G1 like designs. Oh yeah. Like that's another thing about this movie is like versus like other movies or other other I guess other models in the in the franchise. You can look at a character and go, "Okay, this character looks distinctly different than this one." Yeah. There are more colors. They there don't are... look like a spaghetti of metal. Exactly. Like um uh, when he gets to Earth, he fights another Decepticon who I'm really angry is not Starscream, though he looks exactly like Starscream. <laughs> in the credits, they had him as Blitzwing. Okay, sure. Uh, I mean, there are triple changers in the movie, Sun but they're yell. not Blitzwing. <laughs> huh? Sun yell instead of Starscream. Sun uh-huh. yell. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think they. I think originally he was supposed to be Starscream, but then they like they changed because they never mentioned him by name. Okay. Well, you know what? That way they can put Starscream as a named character in the next one. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I really hope there's a sequel because it was, it was just really like the story. Granted, there are some things like they definitely pull from like other sources. Like mm-hmm. there's a it's got almost like an E.T. meets the Iron Giant kind of thing. going OK, on. Meets, well, that's cool. Meets Herbie the love bug. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> like at, he gets hurt really bad in the fight when he loses his voice and everything and whatnot mm-hmm. um, and kind of loses his memory. And there's a part where he goes to protect Charlie, this this girl that he's been running around with through the movie. And he full on goes like weapon mode Iron Giant. Like nice faceplate goes down, eyes turn red, guns come out of his arms, and he starts just going nuts. And I'm like, and then she has to stop him and calm him back down. I'm like, that's the Iron Giant. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> that sounds a lot awful lot like Iron Giant. Um, he's got like this weird timid kind of thing when he's just running around before all the blowy Michael Bay stuff starts happening. Mm-hmm. Um, my, John Cena is probably the only sane character in the whole movie. <laughs> that's. <laughs> And you can't even see him. Uh, Somebody had to. Yeah. Somebody had to. You like, me like to a, it. Like at one point, uh, these two Decepticons come to meet with the army or whatever to help them hunt down Bumblebee as they are Decepticon peacekeepers. And uh, he's having, and John Cena's character is having a meeting with his <laughs> superior officers. <laughs> the Decepticons, huh? I think we can trust them. Well, he's like, he flat out was like, they call themselves Decepticons. <laughs> and like the general, this general guy's like, well, yeah, we'll help them find this other one, but then we'll kill them and, you know, reverse engineer all their stuff. It's interesting that they bring that up because I've always kind of had an idea for like a Hasbro cinematic universe that started with a Transformers movie where at the end, some of the Decepticons or uh, Autobots or whatever are broken down. And the stinger at the end is G.I. Joe, either G.I. Joe or Cobra reverse engineering them into the red lasers and blue lasers. And that's how they get laser technology. I, I was, always thought that would be really cool. I was I, I flat out thought that it was going to be almost like a G.I. Joe S crossover thing because mm-hmm. there's like a symbol that pops up for like a, two seconds. It's not the it's not the G.I. Joe symbol, but I was for a second. I thought it was coming because it didn't look like a normal Cobra. military symbol. I mean, there is a crossover in the series. Like oh, sure. Season oh, yeah. three. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's like one episode with Cobra Commander. Yeah. Doesn't he call himself Old Snake, too? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Plus, the character Hector Ramirez shows up in, like, he's a news anchor in uh, Transformers, G.I. Joe, um, Gem and the Holograms, yeah. and there's a fourth one, I think. <clears throat> it's the Hasbro Cinematic Universe. And it has Jim and the holograms, but it's from that terrible movie that came no. out a couple of years ago. Well, hey, that means we have Kesha as uh, <laughs> um, the leader of the Misfits. That's true. And that's actually kind of rad. 
Hey, listen, we're uh, kind of over on time, so let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll get into a little bit of news. You got the touch. You got the power. That was the touch by Stan Bush because Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
mean, let's do some news and roll out. Let's let's get into the news. Um, you know what doesn't have the touch or the power? Fallout 76. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That, yeah. It's in the news again, folks. This for, time. Uh, <laughs> for continuing to be bad. Yeah. When the new year rolled over to 2019, all of the uh, nuke stations stopped working. Yeah, which is kind of a big deal in that game. Yeah, it's part of the in-game content is finding the codes for these missile silos and launching nukes at each other. And it just all stopped working. They so had, so this game had the Y2K bug. Yeah, the Y2K19 bug. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. Of all the things to have oversight on a year switch, although they we don't know for sure if that's why, but that's the only thing that like yeah you can explain it away with right. And I think they've already fixed it. They they went down for maintenance for a couple hours in the middle of New Year's. Some poor Bethesda employee had to come in <laughs> on his day off and fix the nuke silos. Oh. <sighs> wow, boy, it's, that game is just. It's just falling apart at the seams. Oh huh? yeah, it's it's continuing to be an absolute train wreck of a game. Which and then that train glitches through the ground. Yeah. Which then again, I guess it is the longstanding tradition of Bethesda games to have many many bugs with their games. Yeah. And people have finally have had enough with it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's and they're it's totally justified for sure. Did you see where they were like giving people who played Fallout seventy or bought Fallout seventy six? like codes to download all the other Fallout games or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, if you, that's the deal they're doing where if you played it by some I forget when they're going to do it, but they're going to give everybody codes for Fallout 1, 2 and uh Tactics. Mm. Which is bad news for them because then everybody's going to know what a good Fallout game plays like. Right. <laughs> I mean, they released them in that like that PC nuke bundle they had right before 4 came out. Yeah, I really wanted that. They had all the Fallout games in it. Yeah, and it looked like a mini nuke. It was pretty cool. And it had a slot open to put a physical copy of Fallout 4 into. Yeah. Oh, nice. It, I, I like when that happens. Mm -hmm. It was before the franchise started to go downhill with 4 and now 76. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think they're going to be able to turn it around and actually turn 76 into a halfway decent game? Or do you think they're they, eventually going to end up just moving on to 5? They did it with Elder Scrolls Online, mm -hmm. so it's possible and I hope they do because there's a shell of an interesting and good game there. But I have no idea. It's a really hard call because they've already been marking it down in stores and stuff. You can get it for like 30, 40 bucks now, <laughs> depending on where wow. you look. You know, I have a hard time getting into uh, Elder Scrolls Online. I don't know. I, I played it like twice. Yeah. And I thought, well, this seems pretty good. But then I never went back to it. <laughs> but this is usually pretty trustworthy except for the glitches, but they seem like a good company that doesn't want to do bad by their customers for the most part. Yeah, mm -hmm. but they're also kind of a lazy company, yeah. too. <laughs> I mean, come on. How, ma how, many, how many releases of Skyrim are we on now? <laughs> too many to count. <laughs> just, make a, just make a new game. Just, just, just get it out there. I know I, you're working on yeah, it. I want to say they're going to stick with it. Well, hey, speaking of things that are being re-released but maybe tweaked a little bit here and there, uh, there's going to be a new Pokemon movie in theaters. But this time, it's different because it's CGI. It's CGI, apparently. But it's also the first Pokemon movie. Yeah, being remade. Mm-hmm. Remember the one with Mewtwo? It's 
it's the one that came out when Pokemon Mania was going down. Was hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got a special uh, trading card with Mew on it if you went and saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You also got the golden Pokemon cards when you went to theaters. The No, that was Burger King. That was Burger King. Was that Burger King? Yeah, yeah that was Burger King. Yeah, I just when remember you, I had them. Yeah, when you went to theaters. You got a special ancient Mew promo. Oh, for the card. trading card game. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, so, I played that game a lot. <laughs> and now those cards are worth something, I guess. They are, yeah, a little bit. I think this is a good move. Uh, this is um, more of a Japanese first release. Yeah. So yeah. it's not going to look like Detective Pikachu, and it's not, the Pokemon are going to look a lot smoother and a lot more CG esque. Yeah. We haven't seen what the people look like, so... I would imagine they're probably going to look like more deeper versions of their anime versions. Sure. But it makes me wonder if they're going to go with the with the old anime style or the new style they picked with when they released the Sun and Moon series. Because Ash does look different. Yeah. Yeah. It just depends whether they want to set this one in the past or if they're revamping and... Uh, modernizing some of the scenes and things like that to try to make it fresh for 2019. I don't know. I kind of want to just leave it alone. Like, just give me my... It's not like it was a good movie, though. I liked the movie. (laughs) Well, I mean, it does have that one scene where... Where everyone cries. Where where everyone (laughs) cries and Pikachu smacks other Pikachu (laughs) repeatedly. Like in the face, yeah. That's that was that's fun. The Pokemon clones fighting each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, I remember, you know, I, I'm I was the biggest Pokemon fan around back in the day, and I seeing mean, the that's movie, a bold claim, sir. Yeah, well, I I was really really into Pokemon at the time, and seeing the movie and being Everyone like, was. <laughs> uh, yeah. but like really into Pokemon <laughs> at the time. Like I had, I had drawn all 150 of the currently existing Pokemon and and had pasted them all over the walls of my room. Nice. <laughs> I'll be honest, I haven't, I hadn't seen the first movie um, until like a year ago, I think. And it's there's not a lot to it, and it's kind of weird that Mewtwo talks, kind <laughs> of. I like to think it's more telepathy. Well, y- sure, but still, I think. Anytime you have any Pokemon, even if they're psychic and they're just talking to you in your brain, if they say more than just their name, it's kind of weird to me. And it's not the Team Rocket Meowth? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't even really that into it then, either. Yeah. I, I'm i okay with this, this uh, reboot, remake thing. I think it'll be fine. Um, it's not going to be as good as Detective Pikachu. But I think that is a difference in taste between uh, Eastern and Western audiences. Well, that's also Detective Pikachu is a multi-million-dollar Hollywood movie, and this is a this much is like, smaller. This one's cobbled together with like spit and paper clips. Yeah, this one will probably be like the equivalent to like a Japanese. I don't, I don't know, know, like that live-action Attack on Titan movie they did. Yeah, or <laughs> like, like the Gacha Man live-action movie that was god awful. But well, I was gonna say like a Japanese equivalent to like an illumination film yeah yeah i guess so yeah but not like not like minions i'm talking we're talking more like the one where the the animals sing at each other <laughs> oh sing yeah is that what, is that what that was called it was yeah. called sing it yeah, was just, called, just sing. called it sing wow yeah. that is uninspired it made me angry because it came out right after zootopia i was like man you are really riding their coattails yeah, yeah. no pun intended but i am intending that pun <laughs> pun the pun's always intended with you exactly mm-hmm. So moving on 
from things. I don't know. I don't have a transition from <laughs> Let's this Let's keep one. going. Yeah. You're, you're doing it. <laughs> things Stranger, just... Ah, things, moving on to things that are strange. Okay. Er. Stranger Things Season 3 dropped kind of a trailer. I don't even know if I'd call it a trailer. I wouldn't even... Like a, yeah. It's definitely a teaser. Teaser, yeah. I mean, they did that one teaser where it was a commercial for the mall. I never saw that one. You didn't see that one? No. That was like the first thing they released for season three. But this one is, it's the New Year's from 1985, like with Dick Clark and everything. And they throw some like weird filters over it. And And then it turns upside down temporarily or something. Yeah, and there's some scrolling text and stuff. And it's really cool and neat, but it doesn't Mm. really show you anything. Yeah. From season three. Well, yeah. And that you know what? I'm okay with that. I would rather go in completely blind on season three than look at a trailer and go, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. What wacky hijinks are is eleven and the gang gonna get into this time? <laughs> I would have I, I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling kids and your psychic girl pet. Yeah. <laughs> who eats like who eats waffles. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the extent of my my Stranger Things knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mine doesn't stretch too much further than that, but um, I, I like the series. I'm I'm into it. I I think it's pretty overrated, mm-hmm. but I still, but it's still a good show, and I'll be excited to watch the third season. I'm glad it's something that exists because I like that '80s aesthetic, that young Spielberg yeah. kind of sci-fi it, horror kind of thing. Nails I like it, it better than anything else I've scene like between like that ever. and like J- joe dante like critters kind of you know not yeah. not so much the the um the horror part that's of what it. I, that's what yeah. i hope they do this season is do a crossover with the ghoulies oh there we go yeah <laughs> that the turns ghoulies, out whether or not they go to college <laughs> they've already been the, yeah fair <laughs> this time yeah the ghoulies are from the upside down it turns out i can believe it and, and then et e- shows up yeah they come out of mike's toilet Cause chaos for the town of Hawkins, and, and, and then the gremlins. No, the gremlins are Temp- just the tremors. The, the gremlins are just the poor man's ghoulies. <laughs> Let's get those uh, tremor worms. Graboids. Graboids. The graboids. Have you yeah, seen I have not. Of course. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I know they're called graboids. I don't know why I know that. <laughs> Which I'm not even sure they're named until like the second movie. <laughs> Honestly. Uh. There's like what seven of those movies, and I've what not just seen. Came out, like, yeah, a few I've, months ago. I've not seen. Yeah, that one's called like one of them. like Tremors, like Hell to Pay, or something stupid, something like, like that. Yeah. yeah. Tremors seven, look out for them worms. <laughs> <laughs> Tremors eight, I've got worms. Yeah. Be, be quiet, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hey, um, speaking of nostalgia, that. Um, may or may not be uh, a good thing. The PlayStation Classic. That hunk of <laughs> plastic I think we've garbage. talked about how terrible it is on like, here. Did we last Plenty of times. Yeah. We've done it plenty of times. But there's been a pretty significant price drop on those things. Um, they were originally like 100 bucks. Which yep. is outrageous. Which is a crazy about. amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with the games they put on it. <sighs> yeah. But they like dropped him like forty bucks right after Christmas, something like that. Yeah, now it's sixty. Sixty, which is still too much. It yeah. turns out. <laughs> Actually, I saw um, there was uh, I follow like a deals like Twitter, like gaming ge- deals Twitter account, um, and apparently there was a glitch in the Target UPC like system, and between using an online coupon and the price cut and something else, p- 
people were walking out with those things for like 35 bucks. Which is a lot closer to what they're actually worth. Uh, I would pay $25 for a a PlayStation Classic. Yeah. That's about as far as I would go with it. And that depends on how far the modding scene has gotten with it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, sure. Which I hear is not hard because they didn't put any type of security on it whatsoever. It's just an emulator box. You can do the same thing with both the Nintendo Classics. Yeah. But you have to work a little bit with those, don't you? Oh, a, a, a little. little. Yeah, at least they have a proprietary emulator in their system. Yeah. This is like just some free freeware, whatever they could grab off the internet sort of situation. They, they built it fast, not well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get over that they didn't use DualShock controllers either. Oh, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> or the fact they didn't even use like American region hurts for their yeah for the games mm. it's like you own it why can't you do it right because they didn't care it was it was some junior executives job they had to do over christmas and uh, it, it, was a ca- it. it was a cash grab it's yeah. like oh mm-hmm. man nintendo's got this thing and people are going nuts for it yeah. what can we do which is which is pretty much sony's modus operandi all of the time nintendo mm. did it yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> Even when it doesn't make sense, like their own Smash Brothers game with the, yeah. the PlayStation, PlayStation All Stars, like you game. don't have enough. Oh, yeah. yeah, you don't. You don't. You don't have the cast of characters. What did that have? Nintendo. It had Cloud and Crash and Parappa the Rapper and like Fat Princess. Fat Princess. Um. And Kratos? Did it have Kratos? Yeah, it probably had Kratos. Did it have Nathan Drake? Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, I'm not sure. I don't think it did. Man, I remember... Uh... Didn't it have Optimus Prime? No, I don't <laughs> think so. You're thinking of uh, Dream TV Mix Fighters That's what I'm thinking whatever. of, yeah. I'd play that. Yeah. No. You don't want to. Do you remember Urgai's God Bless the Ring? Oh, yeah, with its, yeah. With its constant menu noise? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had like all those Final Fantasy characters and all those other... like. Yep, characters. And, and no matter where you moved your your cursor, no matter what you did, yeah. <laughs> okay, here it had the big daddy from Bioshock. Sure, all right. The guy from Infamous, uh, Colonel Radic from Killzone. You guys all know him. Oh man, Killzone. <laughs> wait, wait, Killzone has named characters. <laughs> Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, Emmett Graves from Starhawk. Don't know who that is. Those are two words I have never heard in my I've, life. I've I've seen the title Starhawk. In, I've never played the game. An evil version of the guy from Infamous. <laughs> Fat Princess. Hi Chachi from Tekken. Isaac Clark from Dead Space, which we've already hit third party characters. Yeah. <laughs> Jack and Dax I didn't know Jack and Daxter were in it. They must have been a DLC. Because mm-hmm. that's cool. Um the Cat uh, from Gravity Rush, Kratos from God of War, Nariko from Heavenly Sword, which Who that knows? Was, there was one of those and nobody cared. Parappa, uh, Raiden from Metal Gear, not Snake. Oh, no, not Snake. They got of course not Snake. Snake's in Smash Brothers. He doesn't mm-hmm. have time for this garbage. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the red carpet. Ratchet and Clank. Oh, Sack- I was going to ask when she said Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank better be in Yeah, Sackboy. Uh, Sir Daniel Fortescue, Sly oh. Cooper, Spike from Ape Escape, <laughs> Sweet Tooth, the serial killer car driver <laughs> from, from Twisted, Twisted Metal. Metal. Who never showed up in person except for <laughs> yeah. this game. Uh, 
Toro Inoue, the, the white cat mascot that's only in Japan, and Zeus from God of War, apparently. Wow. But shouldn't he be really large? He should be humongous. <laughs> I mean, technically, any of the gods can be any size they want That's to be. true. That is a but like, bad lineup Like, almost half of it was third-party characters. They don't yeah. have... They, yeah. could, they could have thrown some Gex in there. Yeah, they <laughs> might as well. That was the caliber they were working with. Mm-hmm. Why did we go on that tangent? I don't know, but it's a good tangent to go on. <laughs> uh, we were talking about... The PlayStation Classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and how... Sony's, Sony's always trying to get on Nintendo's shoes. Yep. They tried to do a kart racing game with the Sackboy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That I didn't remember that. that. Even though they had another kart racing game, that Mod Nation Racers. Yeah. Well, and they also had the Jack and Daxter racing game. Did they? Oh, yeah, they did. It was more of a car combat thing, though, wasn't well, it? Well, it was kind of both. Oh, do you see the remastering Crash Team Racing? Yes. Yeah, that's oh, news. Oh, that's cool. They announced that recently. They're doing a remaster of Crash Team Racing, which is good because that is a very good kart game. One of the few that actually, you know, stands toe to toe with Mario Kart. Cool. And that's not Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> no, I don't think Diddy Kong Racing compares to Mario Kart. Diddy Kong Racing's hard. I don't like the controls. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's an all right game, but it's nowhere near. It's better than Mario Kart 64. I'll give it that. But Mario Kart 64 is like the worst one. I thought I thought you hated the Super Nintendo one the most. Well, it's not a bad game as much as it's just dated and weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Age, it did not age well. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, man, that's that's one of the ones uh, where Donkey Kong is still Donkey Kong Junior. Yeah, with mm-hmm. his white with his white jumper. Yep. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of uh, things that are coming back but aren't right, uh, let's talk about Spawn for two seconds. Oh man! Oh man! Hype man! Todd McFarlane's here to tell us all about how excited we should get for the Spawn movie. Oh, yeah. He has some so many good things to say about this movie. Things like, there's no joy, there's going to be no fun lines in it, and it's just going to be this dark, ugly two-hour worth of movie, which essentially what a lot of supernatural horror films are anyway. Like, that's what I want to see. That was his exact quote. Yes. For the Spawn movie. You just read that. I just read that (laughs) straight off the internet. He talked to Nerdist, our favorite, the Nerdist. (laughs) But beyond that, uh, yeah, that's what I want to do when I go see a movie is spend two hours and be miserable (laughs) and walk out feeling sad and upset and angry. To be guaranteed I won't have any fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I read Spawn comics when I was younger. I watched the the first live action movie. It was Ooh, terrible. That it's first so bad. movie is very so bad. bad. I will. Although say- Michael Jai White does an excellent job as Al Simmons. Oh yeah, yeah, he's very good. Everything else is bad. John Leguizamo is the violator. <laughs> but here's That's one thing: the worst name for. Character. The, Dude, the That's violator. the whole Spawn franchise. It is so steeped in edgy ninetyness. Oh yeah, yeah. The Spawn uh, comic is like. Um, a 14-year-old teen in 1997's bedroom wall, like, personified, <laughs> basically. Yeah, it's just, like... Angry and dark and... And not... And it's... <sighs> and it's not, like, Batman brooding, either. No, it's, like, what a teen think, what a, what a young preteen thinks being adult and edgy <laughs> is. Yeah. 
you know, and killing mobsters in an alley. It's like, like it's like, like when a kid goes, "Why doesn't Batman kill people?" Yes, yeah. basically. Yes, that is exactly it. What if Batman killed people because he has guns and like a cape that does <laughs> that does things? And his I, I cape, will, is, cape is huge. I, I, I will say. I love your fourteen-year-old Edgelord voice. And he's from like hell, and he has guns. <laughs> And spikes and chains. This is and he's all black except for the red parts. This is Hellman. <laughs> this is my original character, Hellman. He's, he's all black except for the parts that are red. <laughs> but I will say, at, when I watched um, uh, Doctor Strange and seeing the stuff that the Cloak of Levitation did, mm-hmm. I sat there in the theater and I was like, huh. I mean, they could do Spawn's cape right now. They, yeah, <laughs> they, they could. They could. But will but they? they won't. <laughs> it's a little too much levity. Yeah. I now, mean, now you see, if the cape of levitation killed a man with a gun, yeah, he held a gun in his little claw, had a little claw hand. <laughs> oh man, that part in the live action movie would like it? If the blanket from uh, Brave Little Toaster shot somebody with a gun. <laughs> what if the magic flying carpet had a knife? Yeah. I mean, Abu had a sword. That's true. Abu had a sword. <laughs> uh, so this has, uh, if I'm remembering right, um, Jamie Foxx is attached to this film, I think. I, I'm not even 100% sure anymore. I'm almost positive that's who that is. We've thoroughly pissed off anybody who's ever liked Spawn. I, yeah, hey, fight hey, me. I have, that's a, okay. I have a right to dog on this. I've got like 15 years of Spawn comics stacked up in my house somewhere. <laughs> He's black, except oh, for the Jeremy parts Renner's that are red movie? from He's... the blood. <laughs> Jeremy Renner's in it? Well, then there we it's go. It's where he deserves to be. <laughs> Is he playing the murder cape? <laughs> He's playing Twitch Williams. I Twitch. don't know who that is. I don't know, but Jamie Foxx is Al Simmons. Okay. Twitch Williams. <laughs> Ultimate version of Treat Williams. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Treat Williams is the evil twin. Twitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Were they just like, what are the kids like these days? Uh, Tree twi- Williams. <laughs> I was going to say Twitch, like the streaming service. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Tree Williams plays some Fortnite. <laughs> he is a NYPD homicide detective. Named Twitch. In- What's well, his nickname? They gave him the state gave a man named Twitch a gun. Apparently, in the uh, in the HBO animated series, he was voiced by Mark Hamill. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, Mark Hamill, that's cool. Yeah, he's a good voice actor. Sure. Oh man, like all these like like Spawn characters are popping up in my image treat- thing, and it's like just... oh, it's so edgy and bad. No, I just want Treat Williams to have a Twitch channel. <laughs> Where he plays Fortnite. But he has to do it in the voice of Xander Drax from The Phantom. <laughs> Hello there, this is Xander Drax, and we're going to play some Fortnite tonight, folks. Yeah. Here like, we go. To give you an idea, exactly. And then he does the floss. He does the floss. The camera. <laughs> Why did the Violator get his own series? Uh, because the 90s sucked. Jeez. It... <laughs> Because children are dumb and the 90s were bad. We can say it now. It's been 20 years. Oh, yeah. 1999. It's been 20 years. Oh. Oh. I want to feel old. Oh. God. You know, I think I think 
the sun has set on the Spawn franchise. It really has. It has been relevant in a very oh, long yeah. time. The sun has set on the Spawn franchise the second the the Spawn movie came out in theaters and bombed. like 20 years ago. <sighs> like Dark and Edgy will have its time again, I'm sure, but it's oh, not now. It's, it's not. It's definitely not now. I mean, Frank Miller's still alive. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Man, that last Batman franchise he did was awful. Oh, it was not good. The Dark Knight Third or whatever they call uh, it, Third Reich. Was that its title? Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He basically called Superman a Nazi in it for like six up issues or six or twelve issues. Because Frank Miller's a crazy man. The art was terrible, too. Oh, like, it's, did you see his Wonder Woman? Mm, it's not good. Actually, I saw a thing where it's the coloring on his art that's bad. And if you do it in a different style, in more of like a... Uh, a actual good way? Yeah, I forget how they said, but it made sense. Mm-hmm. In like a, almost like a Japanese woodblock. Okay, sure. I guess style. that makes sense. And color it that way, yeah. then it works. But if you color it like a regular comic... It just doesn't... It looks like a child drew it. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, rolling back around to Spawn, uh, the one good thing that came out of the Spawn uh, live-action movie from, like, the 90s... Have you ever seen the DVD case for that thing? No. Um, it was one of the first DVDs printed, so it's on, like, one of those cardboard, like, with the clip on the side that you have to open <laughs> up. And on the back... The um like the in movie pictures that they stick on the back are so pixelated and artifact <laughs> because it's clear they took like a four by three like tiny version and like blew it up instead of using like an actual film negative. I have it downstairs. After the show, I'll show it to you. It's like just just hilariously bad. I remember that picture. Oh, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's very bad. Yeah, that's very very bad, and I don't like it. We're talking about Frank Miller, yeah, and his and Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. It's very bad. All right, and so he's got like a baby in a backpack that looks yeah. like a goblin. It's just <laughs> awful. That's a thing that we don't need to describe for the for the viewing audience. Just assume that it's something bad that we saw. Anyway, we have reached time. So oh no, we didn't get to talk about pirates. Let's talk about it next week because we are very much at time unfortunately. So you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch Williams, and Instagram at <laughs> Nerd Overload Now. <laughs> you can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Nerd Overload TV. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and just about anywhere else you can find a podcast. And uh, Why not go into the new year with a new t-shirt? Yeah, t-shirts. Those nerd are good. Overload, what was it? Bit.ly. Bit backslash Nerd Overload T. That's T-E-E. right. Yep. So, uh, yeah, go check that out if you get a chance. And, uh, yeah, again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Peace out.